Movie Hour, episode 91, July 8, 2010. Spoiler alert, the following hour programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Hello everyone and welcome to the Kristen Stewart Potluck Movie Hour. I am Greg Maloney and I am hot in here. Luckily, I'm not the only one here right now. My brother James and our friend Jeff are also here for the hour. Welcome, fellas. I'm hot. I'm hot. Yeah, it's quite steamy today. Uh, did, did we break this, 100 today? I don't even know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's 94 in the in the mid today. I was talking to some Portlanders, and it was supposed to be 100 or something out there. Isn't that ridiculous? Where's this heat coming from? Is it the sun? Because if it's the sun, we should do something about it. Somebody turn that shit off. <laughs> Why don't we just pump a bunch of CO2 and shit into the atmosphere and make sure the sun never gets in? <laughs> that's how it works. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. It's global something. Global <laughs> cooling? Cooling. We're going to go with cooling. Oh, this wouldn't be the first pantless movie hour, but this might be the first shirtless and pantless movie hour together because it's just too damn hot in here. Um, luckily, luckily uh, the studio is pumping out the AC as fast as it can, or at least the interns are struggling to keep the power up on that on that bike as long as they can but we will survive we will persevere and as long as we have the world cup to talk about at least for another five days then i'll be happy i missed the two semifinal games i'm kind of bummed i had to follow you missed on you haven't watched the Uruguay game yet you haven't uh, watched the, the, yeah the the uh the dutch Uruguay game had two really 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 good goals in it. i watched like just the the goal replays and that's it did you see Giovanni Van Bronckhorst go, hey, I just kind of feel like scoring a goal right now, and I can do that if I want When was to. that in the game, like 10 minutes in, or was it deeper? It was, I think, 17 or 18 minutes in. Just yeah, Hope you guys didn't want to win, because I can do this. Oh, you couldn't have put it anywhere else and put it in the net, but, oh, yeah. Just absolutely freaking perfect. That's the game where every shot pretty nope. much hit, like, the post or the crossbar as it went in, wasn't it? That's actually uh, a good point. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, think all just the Dutch perfectly ones did placed. <laughs> every Dutch shot. Well, I know. Yeah, every Dutch shot did. I'm not sure. I don't know. The second goal hit side net. I thought the second Dutch goal that went through three people. Up. Like I thought it went hmm. side net. I don't think that hit anything. I don't know. But still damn close. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to. The fact is that Arjen Robin's a beast, and so is Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, and, and uh, also it is a fact. I'm, I'm I'm calling it a fact right now that the Dutch are going to win the World Cup for the first time ever, and I'm going to lose my shit. Wow, wow, yeah, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. I, so I, hate, I don't think Dutch Spain fan. deserves. I... Dutch fan, what? I said, what makes you a Dutch fan? Um, good question. My, uh, you know, my, my, my heritage is, uh, is very heavily Dutch. I'm more Dutch than anything else. That, okay. that would be one thing. Um, secondly, I really like the style of soccer they've, they, they've historically played. They're not so much playing it this year, but still it's, it's, it's a little more electric than most of the other teams you see. It used to be that they played the most electric soccer out there. It was just crazy. Everything was constantly moving and, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of action. Yeah. Uh, I like the orange jerseys and I like that they're a tiny <laughs> little nation that continues to, uh, feel just an amazing, amazing soccer team. Really, that was all just, excuse for liking uh, Amsterdam and the marijuana. He likes marijuana a lot. That's why. That's why he likes Holland. Let's not. Let's not cast stones here, Mister. <laughs> I abuse crystal meth on a daily basis. Oh, wow. Wow. I can't believe. Can't believe we're talking about that now. Um, yeah. Anyways, 
Uh, the World Cup. I want to talk about the World Cup too. So let me give me a second. Spain doesn't deserve to be where they are. I hopefully hopefully they lose, and I hope the Dutch win just for that. But I don't really care for the Dutch, you know. Just just like Michael Caine didn't. Just like Jeff said before. I just no like to say that, that my consolation Dutch. game is perfectly how I spelled it out in the bracket. That's weird, what? really. <laughs> but yeah. not your, but not my championship game. That's awesome. The uh, fact that you pick Uruguay, you and John Harks both picked Uruguay to go through. <laughs> that's, my one claim God. to fame, I guess, because I got Jeff said it. And Jeff said else. it. Yeah, Jeff said it earlier today. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with myself when the World Cup ends. I guess I'm going to become a baseball fan or something because I'm going to have some time to time to waste. We'll see. Um, Tiger, Tigers are. Uh, Tigers are leading the AL Central. Right, right. As of about a half hour ago, I'm not really sure what happened in the game tonight. Before we jump to uh, the Holly Hunters Highwood Hoopla, I just want to give a, a welcome back to Jeff. He's been on and off for a while, but he's back. He's home. I'm sorry about that. And he, he's he's here, so yeah. he'll have some And I also some want to give a welcome back to live listeners because it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's Jeff. a good point. We have, we've got one of our favorite live listeners on tonight. <laughs> one of the faves. One of the faves. We'll let them do um, trying to decide which one it is. <laughs> Right, right. Um, moving on to our, our Holly Hunters Highwood Hoopla. We'd like to yell at things we like and things we don't like, and here's our first chance. Uh, first hit is a plug for Netflix. which is I don't like it. Oh, I, don't, I don't like Netflix. The company has made a deal with Relativity <laughs> to release their movies on Netflix's streaming service. No more bowing to the HBOs and Showtimes of the world. We have made Netflix a giant. Damn right, Netflix, our first sponsor. First not our only sponsor, though. We just don't back um, anyone. <laughs> right, right. Doritos, I think, might have been in there somewhere. DP has given us quite a bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is big, man. Like I, uh, I know Jeff and I both preach streaming. I don't know about Jim. It's a new technology, so Jim's not not there. Hey, exactly. my movie I'm reviewing today was via streaming, so I'm, I'm hip to it. Oh, oh, here we go. Here not we to go. mention the Buck Rogers episodes I've been watching. <laughs> Buck Rogers, the TV show from like what? Is that even the 80s? Is when it started. I'm gonna say I'm, I wasn't sure if that breached the 80s. He's from the 80s. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Uh, like yeah, a video or something. This no. is big though. The more streaming on Netflix, the less power in the HBO Showtime. Yeah, it's kind of intense. It's just uh, it's good. It's a new world out there, guys. Internet, they're killing, bring, bring it to us. They're killing the TV. TV kills radio star. It's just yeah, it's only true. fair, guys. Right. It's only fair. That's an excellent point. And now, now it's time for us to move in, just like Blockbuster did on Mammoth Video, and take down television. <laughs> oh. We are the internet in this in this analogy. By the way, I, yes. I just we're playing for the I right people. Re- I just realized that I have a bag of Reese's Pieces, and I left them like. Ten feet away from me, so I cannot eat them while I do this. So I, <laughs> I'm staring are at leftovers. Are they leftovers from the uh, from the movie? Sorry. Yes, there? yes, they are. Uh, any? <laughs> you got Reese's pieces. Yeah. I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get them during the show, and you will know what I do. Uh, and, in any any case, if anyone cares, the Spider-Man revival has its new Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield is the man filling in the in for the high school superhero shoes. Garfield known is known for um, nothing. Pretty much nothing. Yeah, pretty much nothing. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Ready to go. Jim. I like it. I like the idea of going with a nobody. It's... Yeah, sort of like they did in, I don't know, episode two. Yeah, that didn't work out so well. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I take it back. You know, I take it back. I want Billy Elliot. Cool really cool haircut. 
Yeah. If you see his haircut, you'll know. It's a cool haircut. If it's not the Eurohawk, I'm not impressed. It's not a Eurohawk. It's like a like a like a swoop. It's the it's Eurohawk. A, it's Is that the revival of the Mohawk that I've been seeing? Um, <laughs> wow, you are old. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't seen the yeah the the push together uh, Mohawk. It's like like the faux. Oh, yeah, it's, gotcha. it's about shaving. You push. Yeah, all your it's hair like to the, the no balls Mohawk. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I have it. no balls. I'm just gonna move my hair to the center and try to make a <laughs> mohawk out of it. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think Jim. I think you're right. I think that one example shouldn't be uh, enough to paint it uh, completely as a bad idea. Um, an unknown as Peter Parker, I've got no problem with. The, what's surprising though is as long as like it's I, not what's his nuts, then I'm fine. Robert Pattinson? No, <laughs> the the former Spidey. Oh, okay. What's you mean, Toby, Toby McGuire? McGuire? I have no problem with Tobes. Nope. Him and I are good friends. Uh, yeah, but the, what I'm surprised is I'm surprised they don't pick a big name just for the publicity point. Like this, this tenth renew of the Spider-Man series. I don't know. That's not really the tenth. It's like the second. But it seems like this has been played out way too much. Spider-Man's had a ton of movies. Now they're making a new Spider-Man, and for anyone to care about it, it seems like they'd want to attach somebody with some baggage, but. They just See, I look at it the opposite way. Spider-Man's its own entity and doesn't need any extra publicity, so they should just take whoever they think is going to do a good job. I think Spider-Man's enough to bring in tickets without having to get a mega Spider-Man, star. the idea. Spider-Man, the idea is enough. And I think that the this intellectual guy's property. <laughs> and Jeff thinks he has a cool haircut. Speaking of cool, looking at this weekend's box office numbers, Twilight Eclipse pulled in $84 million this weekend, while the last Airbender raked in fifty-two million. What's surprising, though, is that the millions made by Eclipse was pale in compar- made pale in comparison by Twilight New Moon, which made one hundred and forty-two million. What's the deal? I'm glad I, they don't deserve <laughs> the waiting. freaking high. The, They're is idiots. The moon waning? Is the moon waning along yes. with the box? Oh, 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 the moon waning. That's yes. excellent. That's good yeah. stuff. Uh, I don't like the root for idiots, so I'm, I'm glad this isn't doing well. They should have just went 3D. <laughs> That was the key. It's worth gazillions of dollars. People are going to go see it anyway. Tack on seven more bucks to every ticket, and it's genius. And they didn't do it. Viewers were saving their money for the next one because they want vampire C section. Yeah, big time. That better uh, be a three D. There, yeah. Apparently, uh, there was. Ta- I remember reading about it, and uh, whoever was writing the screenplay for it was saying, like, yeah, you know. I think we can put it in there without actually showing it, but having like the essence of it happening. I was like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Uh, yeah. And if you don't know about the vampire C section, then you haven't read Twilight. And we haven't read Twilight either. We just read some. <laughs> and you also but have not been listening. Her. Yeah. You haven't been listening to us joking about it. Um, <laughs> you have not heard of their music out, though, yet is, either. I should point out though, Twilight Eclipse had an opening day. First off, I had like a midnight yeah, I got the midnight like record, right? Million. Then opening day on, th- for what is it, was it Wednesday? Yeah. Or was it Wednesday. Thursday? Made like something like 52, and then this weekend made 84. So it still made a billion dollars, but New Moon still made way more, which, so, yeah, I don't know. Very interesting. The Last Airbender still made 52 million, which everyone said was a piece of shit. I saw it. I'll be talking about it in a minute, but I'm surprised it made that much money also. Um, yeah, last but not least on the Holly Hunters, Highwood Hoopla. Probably my favorite hoopla item to date. Don't don't worry, citizens. Now you too 
can smell like a complete badass. As you recite the lines in the same cold stare from movie to movie, the actor Bruce Willis now has a cologne made in his own image? Stank? In his own stank? Does that count? Does that count? Wait, does it actually make you smell like Bruce Willis, or does it make you smell like... <laughs> I, I, I don't know, actually. Uh, it, it's supposed to make you smell right. like... Which Bruce does it make you smell like? Does it make you smell like diehard Bruce Willis, or that like the Bruce Willis from that horrible like comedy romantic movie you did with Michelle Pfeiffer? Like, which Bruce Willis? <laughs> this is a, that's a very important question. I'm just married to Demi Moore. Just get his girlfriend blindfolded, and you're all set. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've lost the reference. I lost the reference. Uh, it's not a reference. Think, it's a great Jim, idea. You're just advocating. fooling the girlfriend. It's perfect. Jim's advocating that you uh, that you fool his girlfriend into sleeping with you by smelling like <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, a genius marketing idea, though. Saggy old man. It's too just you know. Genius marketing idea to promote like oneself, or you know, just even your movies. Who is your it's, demographic? It's kind of like <laughs> like <laughs> that's a Happy Meal for badasses. Well, just to yeah. let you know, just to let you know, desperate badass. Uh, the chief operating officer of LNR Health and Beauty Systems, who's actually selling the shit, is quoted saying, "I personally feel that the new Bruce Willis fragrance is the manliest scent in the world." <laughs> <laughs> Well, it smells like sweat and gun oil. <laughs> apparently, apparently, the the Willis set reportedly contains notes of grapefruit, pepper, and vetiver, whatever the hell that is. I know I should probably know what that is. It's but probably I... like the male lavender. <laughs> oh god! Well, you know, I decided to do this the cheap way instead of putting on or buy, going and buying the cologne. What I've done is I uh, just every morning I rub myself against Bruce Willis for four minutes and I smell like a man. <laughs> right, right. Uh, live listener also points out I don't need this shit at all. I already smell like Bruce Willis. It must be uh, it must be from just watching Die Hard after Die Hard. Which, by the way, I did just watch Live for Your Die Hard recently. So if I if anyone knows what Bruce Willis smells like, it's me. Yeah, that kind of sweat that you get from like not actually doing anything, but just sitting in a spot for a long enough period of time. Just I'm not really dirty, but oh that's, that's 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 that smells. All right. I'm I'm throwing it out there. Anyone that wants to get this for me for my birthday, this it's coming up. It's in August. Uh, I could use some Bruce Willis cologne because <laughs> I'm gonna wear that shit everywhere. If I ever find that stuff, I'm gonna spray it in your eyes. <laughs> no, it doesn't say anything here about how much it costs. So I'm looking at hundred dollars, maybe. I don't know. I don't, yeah, know. I don't think for the Bruce Willis cologne demographic, they're gonna try and charge a hundred dollars. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> uh, what's great is I can't. I wish. I could go see Bruce, or if I was, like, friends with him. And also in Hollywood, like, hey, Brad, it's Brad Pitt talking to Bruce. Like, hey, dude, I got your cologne on. Do I smell like you? Like, is what's going on? Oh, man, it'd be great. It'd be great. It's a joke waiting to happen. You guys don't get it. That's fine. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that does it for the Hollywood Hunters, Hollywood, Hoop- Hollywood Hunters, Hollywood Hoopla. Um, movie review time. Big movie reviews this week. Uh, Jim. You're, you're first up on the list. Right here it says Jim. So oh, you're okay. up. Um, like I said, I watched a movie via Netflix streaming. Um, I ended up watching a movie called Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball, the, the 2009 animated feature. Um, it's a good, fun movie uh, with a decent voice cast. Uh, it's about a kid who 
grows up wanting to invent things. Uh, most of them don't end up working out, but uh, when he gets up into his later years and uh, finally grows up to be somewhat of a man, um, he finally gets an invention that kind of works, and it's this machine that makes water into food. And the reason he invents this machine is because the town he lives in is like the sardine capital of the world, and people stopped eating sardines around the world, so they just kind of had to eat their own sardines instead of exporting them. It's a cartoon. Deal with it. Anyway, um... (laughs) I've, I've read worse plots. <laughs> so anyway, the uh, the machine like movie where Bruce Willis came out with his own cologne. <laughs> yeah. um, the machine, once he like hooks it up to the power source, basically just takes off and launches itself in the atmosphere, and there it is working via remote control, and they're summoning whatever food they want to eat. The public loves this invention they love the inventor they can order hamburgers to fall from the sky spaghetti whatever um basically the entire movie is a bunch of sight gags uh some of them pan out some of them don't um but uh there's a few storylines that kind of add a little bit of emotion to it uh there's a love interest story uh there's kind of a sad story where the mom who had passed away always you know kind of promoted his inventing where his dad's kind of the old fisherman type and kind of wanted him just to, you know, go into that business. It doesn't really connect with this, his son. And then uh, the third one obviously being the, the machine going haywire and the guy having to, you know, save the 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 people from the thing they, they love the most now. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, the big thing that separates it from a, a Pixar movie, though, is that it's totally reliant on the visual gags. There's no good dialogue that uh, brings in an adult audience is, is pure for kids basically uh, it's got the manic pace kind of like the robin williams of animated features um mr t puts in a great performance though with his voice mr t yeah does a really good job and uh yeah it was, it's pretty good pretty fun i mean it's worth t- you know letting your kids watch it just don't as an adult don't feel like you're gonna be sucked into this movie first question yeah. and the best question um, the uh, device that goes up in the air and starts raining food. Mm-hmm. Is it a metaphor for God? Be honest. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problem. I am happy. It, this is based on a children's book. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's no uh, deep meaning to these, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I've got my Reese's Pieces now, so I've got some deep questions now. Questions. Nice job, nice job. I had um, a feeling you're in one of the reviews. I'm happy Anna Ferris is still doing stuff. I think she is really funny, and she is uh, attractive if we're if we're keeping score somewhere. Um, and yeah, I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff recently, so I'm happy she's she was uh, okay. This is definitely a movie that I started out thinking, okay, time to identify voices. Who's that? Who's that? And actually, I didn't do a very good job. I picked yeah, out Mr. I'm T bad. and Bill Hader, but I knew Bill Hader did the. The main voice already, right? And I'm, I'm looking now, and apparently she is doing a lot of voice work. Actually, apparently she was in the Alvin and Chipmunks Squeakwell. She was in Squeakwell. Yeah, bet your ass. Um, <clears throat> did you end up watching this uh, like with some ten year olds or something, or did you just watch it? Uh, no, I watched it today based off of my time constraints. I'm like, oh, it's an hour uh, and a half. I can watch it. It's true. It's a good idea. I watched. A, I also watched a short movie. Which I try to squeeze in before. I know we had talked last week about uh, the last Airbender, which um, you're still waiting to see it with uh, B. Sicta, right? Yeah. Yep. Show. Yep. Ma'am. All right. I gotta stop eating Reese's pieces. They're so good. They're so good, guys. 
One second. This is horrible. I'll stop people, chewing. People, people don't pay for this, do they? Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I ended up seeing The Last Airbender and prefaced it with a couple things. We talked about it last week. I had read that the 3D um, conversion, because this movie was shot without uh, without 3D being uh, being kept in mind. They did not have 3D cameras for it. And I had read that the transfer made it look com- really dark and shitty and like just and almost like affects like smear when you're watching it. Didn't see it in 3D, so I can't comment on that. And um, I also did not end up... Uh, Jeez, what was I going to say? Um, I have not seen the original show on Nickelodeon, so that's that's where these that's where my perspectives from to get get me set up on that. Uh, the story, which again we talked about before, it, just the premise is everyone on Earth is like tied to these elements of air, water, earth, and fire, um, and the story revolves around mainly three people: uh, Aang being one of, uh, or I think it's like Ang, I don't even remember anymore, um, being the Last Airbender being the group of people that can bend air, but is also the Avatar, this guy that is supposed to bring balance to the elements. Um, and he's played by Noah Ringer, Ringer, which is this is like his first movie, literally. Um, it did look like he had like some, maybe some martial arts background, but again, a lot of those a lot of those scenes he was in, um, I'm sure they did a lot of training for, et cetera. He, he actually, like, his acting didn't bother me that much just because knowing it was his first movie, he didn't even really... His dialogue, the script seemed terribly written for him to begin with, and I think he showed some fair emotion on his face. But the other two, uh, Jackson Rathbone and Nicola Peltz, who are his friends, they are two characters from this Water Nation. Uh, Nick, uh, Nicola's character can bend water. The other guy is just some dude. Uh, and again, I haven't seen the uh, Nickelodeon show, so there might be something deeper to that. But uh, they're brother and sister. And they find uh, Aang deep under the ice, let him loose. And then it's just about those three going through and uh, those two supporting Aang, trying to get him to the ability to just protect the world from the Fire Nation, who's pissing everyone off. Um, what's Like, I was ready for this movie to suck, but I one thing I, that eluded me till now was when I started seeing it, was Asif Mahanvi is in this in this movie. And Jeff was... The guy from The Daily yes, Show? Yes, the guy from The Daily Show. And I, Asif Mahanvi? Yeah, yeah. I did not know that at all until I had saw, until I started watching it. And he's got a huge role in it. He's pretty much the, he's pretty much the antagonist of the movie. Um, yeah. So I'm watching it. I'm watching it, and I'm just... Like, I know there are, you know... People do great roles as some psycho in one movie, and then they play, you know, the the boyfriend in a romantic comedy in the next. But for some reason, I'm just terrible, and I can't let it go. That I'm just waiting for him to make a joke about how he's the most Asian on the Daily Show versus versus like someone <laughs> someone that's actually from like China or Japan, and him like disappearing. India and is an Asian. Just I mean, I don't he's a, yeah, he is. But there was it was a discussion between him and. Uh, Olivia Munn, and I think Olivia Munn's from China, and they were arguing back and forth. Um, and anyways, uh, <laughs> and just jokes just about race or just about just about anything just popping out of his mouth every time he's talking, and that ruined a lot of it for me to begin with. Um, so if you're a Daily Show fan, look out for that. Uh, there are a couple actually other big names in the movie that play 
rather small roles. I think it's mainly because um, I'm pretty like I was trying to find officials on it, but I'm pretty sure they're already signed up for three up three movies out of this. If this one makes you know X amount of money, so we'll see more of these characters. But uh, Dev again pronunciation uh, Dev Patel, the guy that was also in um, Slumdog Millionaire, he plays a pretty big role in it uh, as sort of like also a young person of the fire nation who's trying to prove to his father that um, prove to his father and the fire nation that he's still honorable for specific reasons. Uh, Jim, do you want me to like not spoil stuff since you're going to be uh, watching this soon? I've already ruined it. I'm saying that it sucked and that, that mod bees in it. Um, Cliff Curtis, uh, do whatever. Yeah. Cliff Curtis plays like the fire, the main fire bad guy. Uh, Asif plays like his first lieutenant kind of thing, and then uh, I think it's Sean Tube or I don't know how you pronounce his name. He's he's the guy that was in Iron Man that was uh, the Indian in the cave thing or Afghani I think is what it was supposed to be. Um, and he he plays sort of like the father figure to uh, Deb Patel's character, the prince, because he's been the prince has been banished technically by his own father, so his uncle is helping him out. Anyhow, uh, getting to the story and the the, the script of it, uh, M. Knight seemed to miss... Like, I think he put way too much in a small span, but what they do in the writing... And, like, I have no problem with narration. Like, I know it makes me think of, immediately think of adaptation, talking about how narrating is, like, the worst fucking tool in the book. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh but... I have no problem with it, but in this movie, what they do is, for instance, uh, the brother, and I'm, I'm trying to remember his character name, uh, Soka, or Saka, uh, the brother falls in love with the Water Nation's princess, pretty much. And What an it, idiot. <laughs> what a joke. Water. <laughs> they, pretty much, they pretty much show, so they meet for the first time, and instead of doing any kind of dialogue, it just says they, you know, they hit it off right away. Literally, in there, the narrator says this, like word they hit word. it off right away. Very, very, very close. Not, <laughs> not just like that, but very close. They, they use the idiom "hit it off" because that's what I want to know. <laughs> right. uh, I think it was like they became fast friends. It might be exactly what they say. Um, so, and then like it skips three weeks ahead. And they're already supposed to be like pretty much in love, and you don't see any of it. It's it's almost like this. Like I'm sure the show going episode to episode, there's a lot of this character driven plot, but in this, everything that's important, it's almost like they narrate it, or they just say three weeks later, or they say you know, Aang went north to go train for the water right. thing. So and is it just when, like fast forward to action scenes? Then is that like the meat of the? It's, it's, no, what what happens is they tra- they fast forward to key points where like you know this is the big turn for the character goes from you know knowing what he was supposed to do to just lost all faith. But since you didn't see any of the buildup, it's like what does this mean? I don't care. Like this, like for instance, uh, Nicole Peltz character at the end, um, pretty much Ang's. Uh, I, I know it's not Ang. It's like Ang um, goes into like a meditative state and he's defenseless and. Her, she ends up protecting him while he's there. Just him against her against another guy who I'm not gonna, I won't spoil it. But um, 
like, and she's not very powerful. She's like, okay, I'm fucked, but I'm going to defend him because he's helpless and he's like the chosen one kind of thing. And this is supposed to be like an epic part of the movie. It only lasts like 20 seconds and you just don't feel anything because they don't like, even though they're supposed to be like, I know they're supposed to be friends and they're like, she's sacrificing herself. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for you because you don't see any of it. There's no build up to it. They don't talk that much. It's just every other episode, every other point is supposed to be pivotal, but there's nothing in between is what I felt like. And, um, I was, I was reading some on the Gunga Pit Varys was commenting about it, about how his like little brother walked out of the movie. Like I, I've never walked out of a movie in my life, but this, like this movie was bad. Uh, The people actually commented and saying the uh, effects were terrible. I didn't mind the effects. Again, I didn't see it in 3D. Uh, everyone that saw it in 3D said it was really dark and like blurry, but I saw it normal, and I didn't mind the effects. But, yeah, I think M. Night missed big time on this. And it's sort of unfortunate because, like, so? I can see what it almost was is sort of what I'm trying to say. Like, I could I could see through his mistakes and be like, man, that could have been awesome. But I don't feel anything for any of these characters. And I just I feel like one of us should get in touch with uh, M Night and you know some of these and just you know like hey you're an asshole dude maybe like Michael Bay like hey you know even though you make a lot of money everybody hates him so you should you know listen to us right right and he did like again they made fifty two million like you're trying to say Jeff uh, they made fifty two million over the weekend so so what was the big uh, plot twist at the end. Yeah, big plot twist. Uh, it sucked. Was the big plot twist? Um, so, <laughs> Shockingly enough, <laughs> I'm curious how be uh, sick to all like it. Like, I'm just wondering if you know, since he's already got yeah, emotional investment like, from the know, show, a, if it translates right, to the movie or and, right. Um, so it wasn't even yeah. just good fun. It was just crappy, huh? Well, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm in a pretty good mood today. I would say like I'm happy I saw it, but I think could have been so much better and uh, i and i Just really think M. M. Knight's to blame people M. Knight's to blame he wrote directed yeah. fucking shot the whole thing he's a bastard so he quick aside it. here you were talking about how uh the one character from uh John Stewart show was just making you think of that the entire time you were watching him right i was watching the cloudy with meatballs movie and there's this one scene where the main character gets a, fo- a snowball fight for, for the very first time He's never been in a snowball fight because he's never had friends before. But he's doing it, and he's really getting into it and just crushing people with these snowballs. And every time he throws a snowball, he says the word snowball. He just goes, snowball, throws one. Snowball, throws one. And the entire time I was just thinking of LARPing with lightning bolts. Lightning bolt! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> lightning bolt! <laughs> I was just dying during it. You need to contact that guy and let him know. Like, hey, your lightning bolt video just ruined everything. It kind of enhanced it, actually. <laughs> lightning bolt, lightning. With some maiden clapping at the end of the. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no maidens. Right. Unfortunate. Anyhow, um, to, just to, to sum up, if, again, I, don't, I haven't seen the show, but if you do see it, see it. Normal. Do not see it 3D. You'll save some money as well, and I think you'll I think you'll enjoy the effects at least. And you know there there are a lot of new people here, so if you want to you know see a movie where you don't recognize every single person, this might be it. But um, yeah, uh, I, I think I think uh, it was a complete letdown. So uh, I guess I lands us on Jeff's movie review. Jeff, you you got something? You got something? Yeah, I went and saw um, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, or not went and saw. I 
sat down and saw Alice in Wonderland, uh, the new one, by, directed by Tim Burton. Uh, Jim already reviewed it, I think. So I'm just going to do a real quick one. I liked it okay. It wasn't, wasn't fantastic, but it was it was good. Um, I liked that it was kind of based around the old uh, the Lewis Carroll poem, The Jabberwocky, which is a really cool like kind of nonsense poem. Uh, I thought that was interesting. And... Um, her name, the chick, did a good job, and I really liked the dance that uh, Johnny Depp did at the end of it. it made me really happy. Uh, yes, that Johnny uh, that's my review. Awesome, fantastic, fantastic review. Um, and so you mainly agreed with Jim. Jim, Jim liked it also. I need to see it, and I'm curious, Jim. I forget. Did you see it in 3D? Uh, I did, and it was. I didn't need to see it. Was it was a letdown, right? You yeah, said the, the 3D, 3D was part was very important. And, it, right, like it would have been cool in the. Were you wearing part. glasses? So if you're not wearing glasses, it doesn't work as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't have glasses. <laughs> oh. But uh, yeah, just like the beginning part when they're walking around in the the world and stuff would have been cool. But then it goes to like castle scenes most of the time, and it's wasted there. Right. Well, that brings us to um, this being our every third episode. We try to do a quiz kind of show, and uh, we trying to get to that now. We had some important reviews. We want to get that last Airbender out there, but uh, yeah. It's Jim's quiz day, so I'm going to hand the microphone to Jim, so Jim can talk, okay. and then I'm going to I'm going to beat Jeff in the quiz. So let's let's prepare ourselves. All right, um, I'm debuting a new quiz today. Awesome! I'm excited. Okay, um, it's kind of a variation on some other quizzes we've done. Uh, basically, what I'm going to do is we're going to play basically like Who Am I, and I'm going to pick a actor or actress. And I'm going to read you a statement of, like a factual statement or, you know, just like a, a tidbit of knowledge based on the characters that they have played. So it'll be from that perspective. So I might say, so I was a doctor. Like- and that means that that person was a doctor in some movie. Robin Williams. So, <laughs> very good, very good. But, uh, so that's, that's the premise. So I'll be saying statements from the character's point of view and you, and each statement will be from a different character. Okay, so... So... <laughs> okay, all right. Each statement from a different character they played in a different movie. Correct. What about, like, are you going to pick, like, an Eddie Murphy one where he plays, like, the girl and the guy and the grandma and, like, one If movie? I do, there'll just be that, one right? statement from that movie. <laughs> okay. It, it, okay. The, the, the statements are separated per movie. Okay, got it. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. And I um, hope everyone at home's ready too. Oh, and at the end of which there there is a theme to the uh, selection of the actors and actresses by the way. Um where do I want to start? That's the real tough question here. Um The Olsen twins. That's where you want to start. <laughs> All right. I'll start with this one. Um I owned a horse. Next one, I was a car maker. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Nope. Michael Keaton. Nope. Next one, I was a country singer. Jeff Bridges. Yes. Joaquin Phoenix. Jeff Bridges was correct. Damn it. I owned a horse from Seabiscuit, car maker from Tucker, and then country singer was Crazy Heart, his most recent film. Son of a bitch. I want to see that too. By the way, Crazy Heart. It's actually coming to my house tomorrow. For yeah, that's awesome. All Bring right, it over. Um, all right. I was a newscaster. 
Tia Leone. <laughs> <laughs> I was a model. Jim Carrey. Oh. I was furious. Furious? Yes. Furious? That's a fact? Are you sure about that? I was furious, yes. Um, I once acted in a movie about Vietnam. Ewan McGregor. No. (laughs) How many of these do we... There's seven of each. There's seven of each. I lost in the championship to Average Joe's. Ben Stiller. Yes. Oh, Average Joe's. Average Joe's was too. the dodgeball newscaster from Anchorman in the fighting scene. Oh, that's cheap. That's cheap. <laughs> I was a model. He was, Zuzan- he was Zoolander. I was Furious. Furious was his character's name from Mystery Men. And uh, I, I thought was- that was going to be a joke from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> like, oh, that's it's a Fast and the Furious person. <laughs> and I once acted in a movie about Vietnam. He was in Tropic Thunder where his guy, his, act- his person, acted in a movie about Vietnam. Wow. Mind-blowing. Yes. Wow. Crazy. Meta, meta answer. Meta, meta answer. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Let's go with... I played baseball in the big leagues. Kevin Costner. Tim Robbins. I was banned from baseball. Ray Liotta. I fought in Vietnam. Gene Hackman. I was a Navy SEAL. Steven Seagal. Oh, you know what? I met a cute girl named Jean at the police station. Charlie Sheen. Yes. Oh, 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 he would oh, pick that scene, wouldn't he, from Paris? That's oh, uh, pretty man, much the only scene so. so, yeah, I fought in Vietnam, platoon. I played baseball in the big leagues. was yeah, major league. Major I leagues. was banned from baseball. He was in that movie Eight Men Out. And I was in a Navy – or I was a Navy SEAL. was from Navy SEALs. I was, ho- I was hoping you – you should have said I was in the major leagues, or did you think that would give it away? I like, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't go that far with that one. So angry at myself. Okay. Right, two to one. Let's see. Let's go with... Let's go with this one. Um, I was a princess. Um, I thought my neighbors were in a satanic cult. Amy uh, Adams. I've shot a bazooka. Uh, the chick from Commando. <laughs> the funny part is when I wrote that sentence down, I'm like, they're going to say that. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, my friend and I ended up with our husbands after switching double dates. Wait, my friend and I ended up with, with our husbands after switching during a double date. Um, Julia no, nope. Julianne Moore. Edgar Iver. <laughs> I was a therapist for an Uber villain and his son. Oh. Carrie Fisher. Yes. I was a princess, Princess Leah. I shot a bazooka, Blues Brothers. I thought my neighbors were in a satanic cult from the Burbs. Yep. The, the, she was in the, burbs. the double you know, date swap is from Harry Met Sally, and therapist was from Austin Powers. Oh, Austin Powers. I had no idea what that last one was. That's unfortunate. All right. Continue. Um, let's go with this one. 
my boyfriend was in a grunge band. Courtney, love. The Come on, it would have been a literal <laughs> and oh god, you had your chance. <laughs> uh, a big shot doctor once came to my backwoods town. Oh, boy. Uh, who, uh, who acted opposite of Michael Fox? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea who was in that movie. Um, I had a roommate that was obsessed with me. The government made me a killer instead of sending me to jail. I have no fucking idea. My coworker from Housewares kissed me once. Housewares. A cop. Oh. A cop split his lottery ticket with me. God, is it Taylor Leone? No. <laughs> I can like I know all these movies. I have no idea who this girl is. Bridget so. Fonda. Bridget Fonda is correct. Oh, cheater! The cheater. roommate that was obsessed with me is single white female. The government made me a killer. Is from uh, Fem Nikita. Um. Sorry, that's the original. Point of no return. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, my boyfriend was in a grunge band from Singles. My cop split the lottery ticket was... I forget the name of that movie. That fantastic Nick, Nick Cage movie. Yes, exactly. Um, the Big Shot Doctor came from Backwoods. That was Doc Hollywood, as you guys suspected. And my coworker <laughs> from Housewares kissed me once. And this one, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure. is uh, She worked with uh, Bruce Campbell in uh, Army of Darkness. Nice. She's in the movie, and I believe that was her role, but I forget for sure. So apologies if that's wrong. All right. Uh, um, let's go with... Can we go with somebody that was like from Mortal Kombat or something? Bridget Fonda wasn't obscure enough for you? Sorry. Right. <laughs> All right. We'll go with uh, this one. Um, I was a treasure hunter. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Damn it. No. Nope. I said it first. Oh. <laughs> first of all, starting with damn it and then saying I said it first <laughs> is not the best way to go after that. Harrison Ford. Uh, I played college football. Rudy. Oh. oh. I was a gardener. Oh. oh. It's Sean. <laughs> what's, his, what's his last name? <laughs> oh. I don't know his name. I was um, a tail gunner in World War II. Yeah, no shit, he was. <laughs> I don't know his name. I win, Sean. It's Sean. I was a yeah, rebellious Sean. student at a boys' boarding school. <laughs> That's a great movie, by the way. To- uh, Toy Soldiers is a fantastic And the movie. last one, I made an Sean. ancient discovery in my backyard. Not Sean Bean, it's the other Sean. Sean, a- Sean Aston. Yes. Sean Aston. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Treasure Hunter, Goonies, Tail Gunner, oh Memphis Bell, Rebellious yeah, Student, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toy Soldiers, Gardener, Lord of the Rings, Play Couch Football, Rudy. Memphis Bell, too, by the way. I don't know if it's underrated, but unknown for yeah. sure. And Ancient Discovery, Encino Man. All right. That was Encino. fun. <laughs> All right. <sighs> that was, oh, my God. Okay. I was a What's mother. 3-2 or something? Uh, I, one, two, three, four, two, it looks like. <laughs> okay. So here's the next one. Um, I was a 19th century matchmaker. I was in love with one of history's greatest writers. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. 
Yes. Damn. Uh, what's the as first soon one? as I read that one, I knew it was a mistake. Damn it. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it. As soon as you made that I, one, I didn't get the re- I didn't get to read. I was decapitated. Come on. Um, oh. <laughs> the cent- 19th century matchmaker was from her movie Emma. Okay. Yeah. Did uh, not know that one. What's All funny right. is I was immediately thinking of Shakespeare in Love when you said that one. But oh, like, damn I it. Know. All right. Um, like 19th century. I don't think so. All right. I was supposed to keep my little brother out of trouble. Hmm. I helped make a man disappear. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. What was that? Said John Cusack. Oh, no. The second one was, I helped make a man disappear. Christian Bale's not correct. Stop yelling wrong answers. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot that was your job. I was the president of the United States. Michael oh. Douglas. Yeah. Nope. That's really wow. Okay, <laughs> I thought that was it. I thought that was it. I was turned into a zombie. Bill Murray. No, oh, he wasn't turned into a zombie. Damn it. He was the president of the United States and turned into a zombie. I wore a Civil War soldier uniform. Matthew Broderick. Nope. That's a good guess. Dude. I found a bag full of drug money. Oh. Oh. Uh, your boy. Your boy, Josh Brolin. Yes, Josh yeah. Brolin it is. <laughs> I was supposed uh, to keep my little brother out of trouble. Uh-oh. Goonies. Yep. Bag full of drug money was uh, the Coen mm-hmm. Brothers movie that's drawing a blank for me right now. Uh, no country for them. Yes. I was turned into a zombie is from the movie I haven't seen from Quentin, the uh, Planet Terror. Right. Uh, I was president of the United States, W. Um, I wore a Civil War uniform, his most recent movie, Jonah Hex. And I helped make a man disappear. He was in Hollow Man, unfortunately. Unfortunately, don't. Okay, whatever. Four three. Four three. So next up, next up. Okay. Um, I was a treasure hunter. Nick Cage. Did we do this one? Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sean Astin. <laughs> nope. Uh, my son disappeared. Mel Gibson. Nope. Um, Give me back my son. <laughs> Give me back my son. Angelina Jolie. Correct. Yes. You should have. You should have went right to that, Jeff. Come on. Uh, so the treasure That's hunter good. was Tomb Raider, and Sun Disappeared was the Changeling. Four four, baby. All right, I we got to. We got to keep wrap this up. Last one. This is it. Actually, I, I hate to say it, but I think you just won this because you just got three in a row, didn't you? Did I? Wasn't it four two, and you you just grabbed three? Is that true? Oh, did, did I grab two? Uh, I'm counting right now. Let's see. Jeff has four, it looks like. And Greg has... Six. Woo! Okay, it's over. Sweet. I win. Good job. Good That's job. a good quiz, Jim. I like that quiz. I like that one. I like that quiz. Yeah, so it's kind of a variation on the quote one, but it's you know just kind of saying statements instead of quotes from the movies. Right. I, I, no, I like that quiz quite a bit. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, and again, for those of you keeping score at home, there is a theme behind the uh, the choices for tonight's actors and actresses. So if you uh, can think of it, uh, post it on the boards in the movie hour thread. Very interesting. I can. Well, we'll talk about it afterwards. We'll talk about it afterwards. Um, cool. So yeah, we'll put it up on Gunga Pit for sure and have people people uh, speculate speculating what the answer is. Um, right. So bringing to the end of our show, we have our Parker Posey play along. Everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite, including mine. Uh, Everyone's at, favorite. 
<laughs> Michael, everyone's favorite. Uh, last Parker Posey was brought to you by Jeff, even though he wasn't even here, which did spark some good debate. One, spark some serious debate between uh, myself and James on what Jeff meant. But uh, I think we got the right definition. Yeah, Jeff said, what is your favorite inorganic sequel? By inorganic, I mean that it was not necessarily implied by the original. Examples of the answers that wouldn't count include Godfather 2, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, or Harry Potter. Use your best judgment. Um, yeah, you did not hear our answers, Jeff, but you did see them. What did, uh, what did you think? Um, yeah, I think Gremlins 2 is a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Very standalone. Uh, very standalone. Predator 2, also a very good answer. I was looking, uh, I think Aliens has been a great answer, um, but nobody picked it. But, uh, you know what's funny yeah. is, besides your choice, Jeff, of Wayne's World 2, and mine, obviously, I haven't seen any of the other selections. Gremlins 2, Grease 2, Breakin' 2, Predator, Predator 2. 2, none of them. You wait, you, you haven't seen, seen any of those? No, I haven't seen any of those. Wow, wait, but you saw Gremlins 2? No. Oh my god. <laughs> Just Jeff's and mine. Wait, wait. Oh my god. this camera. This brain around. Wow! Wow. We're gonna have a Gremlins two day. Gremlins two night. Putting it on Netflix queue now. Fantastic! That's fantastic. Um. (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, you you really uh, we did argue about it a lot, but it was it was pretty funny uh, on the show. You should have should have been there, but um, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's move past it. We're burying it. Move past it now. It's under the bridge. Um. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading live listener Josh's comments about me not uh, seeing Gremlins 2 and how I'm in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right you are. You're crazy, man. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, so this brings to my Parker Posey, which I'm very excited about. Like I said before, I'm in a good mood today. Got my Reese's Pieces here. So already eating them. Um, and I've uh, been thinking summer movies. Summer movies have been on my mind. I was thinking about The Expendables. is coming up in August. Birthday's coming up in August. We're in the middle of the summer summer uh, movie tour here. And I was thinking specifically around The Expendables being just around the corner and uh, thinking more and more about like the summer action. I was thinking about favorite action heroes, which led me to the following question. Who is the king of badass for the summer? The summer badass. Who's the king? And this is this is tough. It's, and yeah, it's go tough ahead. mostly go just ahead. because you need to know the release dates of movies and stuff. Like, if you're talking summer, I guess summer. You know, some forget it. That, forget summer. Just who's the king? Who's of, the king of the beach? Who's the king of badass? Who's All the, right. Who's the king of the beach? Who's the king of badass? Like, if you want to go. <laughs> I don't even remember Christopher, whoever from Highlander. If you want to go, like I don't think those, I don't think those were summer movies. But if you want to go with him, he's badass. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going with the obvious choice. <laughs> I see spam in chat, but I'm not yeah. reading it. Um, going with the obvious choice, and the same actor that I thought of while Expendables was fresh in my mind, Sly Stallone. Now Stallone, being a friend yeah. of the show and his brother. Yeah. Being a friend of the show had no influence on my decision. First off, I want to point that out. Uh, but first, like you've got his name's Sly Sylvester Stallone. That's his name, um, and it's like that's badass to begin with. He, that's, so that's number number one, a king of badass. That's number one. That's pretty good, Sly Stallone. 
he writes and he directs, which you might say that's going against him, but I think that's more of a plus. You know, he's a little dynamic. He's not just badass. He's got some depth to him, which is important, uh, especially if you want to last pretty long in the industry. Still rocking. He he's been <laughs> he made Rocky one and Rocky Rocky one and Rocky six or whatever it is has now been like a twenty five year difference, and he's still playing Rocky. Who cares? Um, and by Rocky, I meant Rambo. I did not mean to say Rocky. That was a giant mistake. Um, yeah, I, I don't. That too. <laughs> I don't think there are any other options but that. And that's yeah. I, I think it's a fantastic question. Had summer wasn't fresh in my head, so I was just thinking. All right, action hero, badassery. Who's the king? Sly Stallone. That's where I went. So you guys need you guys need some more time. You guys got any questions for me? You want to shoot any any uh. Little uh, facts my way about who you think who you think should be Would number you be one. Be upset if I pick Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone? <laughs> uh, no, because I guessed it. Frank Stallone. No, uh, I would not be upset. Jeff, Stallone. do you have your answer? You guessed. No, not yet. Come on, people. There's badasses. You well, need to find I, I'll just take the other obvious one then, I guess. And I'll go with Arnie. Oh, I was really hoping for a joke right there, but you went. With <laughs> sorry, sorry, just not on top of my game tonight. Apparently, if you're having tr- like you've got martial artists here, people. You yeah, know, I, like, thought, uh, I thought about some martial artists. Yeah, like, you, there's some serious choices here. <laughs> At least it's not the sky or the sea or whatever Jeff's question was like six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm no, good- laughing at live. Li- Josh picked Dolph Lundgren and posted a great picture of Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's nemesis. Uh, right. That's, I got. I got to go up with our with our new favorite um, cologne manufacturer, <laughs> or whatever. Bruce Willis. Ooh, that's a good one. What, that's a good one. What I'm thinking of specifically is not really like. The badass action movie, but uh, in Pulp Fiction, when he kills the guy with the samurai sword, and he kind of has that look, and it's like, oh yeah, and it did. that to me is badass. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bruce Willis has done, and he's that's another point for Sly too that you've got multiple roles, not just one character. Although one character, like you know, I just said Highlander, that's good, that's bonus, but uh, he's done a lot of them. You've got Six Element, you've got. Die Hard, you have uh, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Hudson Hawk, I guess. Bruce Willis is the other? king of the numeric movies. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Fantastic. Loaded Weapon 1. Like the Sixth Sense. Die Hard 2. Loaded Weapon? Is that one. what you just said? Loaded Weapon 1. It's he, was in the, he was in the parody of Lethal Weapon yes. with Emilio. Yes, he had a cameo. <laughs> I did not know that. That's great. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Die Hard 2. Four Rooms, Fifth Element, Sixth Sense. Beavis and Butthead, Do America. <laughs> the whole nine yards, the whole ten yards. Twelve Monkeys, 16 Blocks. Nope. Okay, I'm done. All right. Wow. Jim, <laughs> this Jim, far too much Jim, thought put into that. Jim, you said your answer was Arnie, right? Yeah, Arnie. Give me, give me some reasons. I want you to sell me on Arnie. Well, between his crap movies, he's got some, some good ones besides. Predator may be my favorite just pure mindless action movie. He's awesome in it. Um, True Lies, he mixes a little comedy in there. Not from him that much, but he's, he's great in that movie. He's plays both the villain and then the hero in subsequent sequel movies in Terminator and Terminator 2. 
And then when he climbs up that that hill in uh, Conan the Barbarian and slips in the uh, bloopers and says, "Oh God damn it!" That's that's perfect. Uh, you missed two big you missed two big points for your badass Jim that you should have brought up. I'm, I'm not bad. breaking that up. They took the badass of Arnold Schwarzenegger and put him in Kindergarten Cop, which means he was so badass that they could take him from him and being a badass role into being a badass surrounded by six-year-olds, which is just awesome. That's completely awesome. And here I thought you were going to bring up the Batman franchise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, secondly, Batman... <laughs> that was not going to bring up Batman. Um, Conan the Barbarian, he couldn't even speak fucking English, but he was so badass enough that he threw him in it's, a movie. It's even better with Hercules in New York. <laughs> they don't even use his voice. Really Hercules in New York, he's totally dubbed over. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> All right, great great question, Greg. I'm happy you brought that up. Question was, who's the king of badass? You'll see it on the boards. You'll see it at Facebook at the Movie Hour page. And you must answer it. The king of badass. Who is it? We want to know. Give us your reasons. We'll comment on it next week. Oh, and speaking of badasses, rest in peace, Bob Probert. Yeah, Bob Probert. Yeah. So sad. So sad. Keith Primo will probably follow him soon. Um, yeah, that was a, a fantastic episode. Still hot as hell here. Hopefully it's going to cool off tomorrow. If you guys are listening to this in a hot place, we are also hot. So just keep that wow. in mind. <laughs> I, I, that was deep. I, I've, I've lost it. I've lost it. James and Jeff, congratulations. Hey. Another good movie hour. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for the input. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, drive safe, people. <laughs> Thank you, live listeners. Thank you, listeners. See you guys on the boards. We're always there chatting, World Cup style, movie style, whatever, what have you. The Kristen Stewart. We love Thank you. All. Thank you. <laughs> go Spain! <laughs> Who says go Spain? Who Spain? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kristen Stewart Potluck Movie Hour. I can't read what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave up there. Like, you were done. You're like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wrote a really corny joke, and I don't want to read it, but I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I can even pull it off. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kristen Stewart Potluck Hot lake. Hot lick. Okay, going again. Hello, everyone, and <laughs> as I start. <laughs>